Hey there, cool cats and kittens. Just kidding. I didn't even fully watch all that show, Tiger King. Welcome to Codependent and Shit. A real ass bitch talking about real ass shit. Really though, Tiger King, um, what weird times. It's just like this really big phenomenon right now. Like the world is closed, there's a pandemic, and everyone's watching this fucking Tiger show. I'm surprised there's not like conspiracy theory about Tiger King, to be honest. It's like, what are they distracting us from with this Tiger show? It's true though. People probably made so much money. Anyways, do you think it was strategically planned for that to drop? Because it really has like been like the thing to keep people busy. I don't know. Didn't did it drop like recently? Was it debuted like right after everyone was quarantined? That's weird. I mean, are we still gonna start questioning everything or not? Everything. What is real? Anyways, how's it going, guys? Hope you guys are good. Um, I'm staying sane. I'm not really working out. I'm still dancing and twerking, so like that's something, right? But uh, I haven't really utilized this mini home gym I made in my kitchen. I don't want to lift weights right now. Um, and like I said in the last episode, um, be easy on yourself and whatever, like. If you don't want to do certain things, don't feel like you have to do certain things right now, yo. Um, like, write books and shit, because so fucking what? Just live your life right now. This shit sucks. And I don't know how much longer it's going to suck for. But, however, we still are alive and, um, yeah existing and um figuring out what makes us happy right now i think that's like major key at least for me is like i don't pay attention too much to the news i don't want to sit and watch it all day so i just do the things i know that make me happy um and whatever that looks like for you do it be happy right now the best thing you could do is just maintain your inner peace that's all you have control over so whatever that looks like um i don't want to go on a list of like quarantine tips because like every media thing you can find is sharing stuff like that figure out what you like doing even if that means like you just smoke weed and like watch tv do what you need to do right now don't go overboard you know when you hit over you hit the line where it's like i need to stop doing this that's different for everyone anyways on this episode, I want to talk about something that's been coming up that I keep thinking about and like learning about the different um, ways it shows up in our culture. And it bothers me. The shit pisses me off. And so I'm going to rant about it. I'm going to go on a little tangent of sorts. Um, this is about stigmas. So we're in this very... We're in crazy times, and if you've heard a million people say this, unprecedented times, strange times, literally is headlines, and people are starting to question things more, like there's this documentary called um, Out of Shadows, Shadows. (laughs) and um, it would be considered a conspiracy theory film, And it's blowing up with like millions and millions of views on YouTube. And um, the fact that people are, I've talked to people and they're, they believe it and are actually believing, not even believing, they're, they're, more people are questioning the government. More people are questioning if our government is, is not, is corrupt. If there's corruption in the people that um, control everything. Duh. I mean, we've just been trying to tell you guys this for so fucking long. 
I mean, this is just something I always felt, you know, I just knew since I was able to formulate like my own uh, opinion about the justice, every, everything, you know, that's controlling us and society and what we're taught and what we're shown and media and all of this fucking shit. Um, I just knew there was corruption. There's corruption in everything. There's corrupt doctors. There's corrupt cops. There's corrupt. There's people that are not good people in the world, unfortunately. That has to exist. If bad people didn't exist, good people wouldn't exist. Both have to exist. It's a balance. One cannot exist without the other. It's literally a balance. So with that being said, there's things that we can shift awareness around. This is the time where we can start to massively, like as a mass society could shift their perspective on things if you're willing to start questioning what the what the people that put out the media and control our country if you're willing to question their intentions um i think we could all start questioning a lot of things and if we started to question things and change our perception things can shift into um being more peaceful for us like there's so many traditions or ways of being societal conditioning that we can start to just push past and move forward and we can create a new a new earth it could be a new life if a new way of living a new way of being a human a new way of self-acceptance of so many things that the way we've been as humans, we've been conditioned to think there's so many things that are bad that are not necessarily bad. It's just that we were taught they were bad. We were, and we bought into that. But is that even really how we felt? No, we just, a lot of us are just doing what we're told. We're, we're following what society says. And so right now, dude, people are waking up. There's fucking crazy shit happening. Like the, people are calling this the great awakening. People swear this is a revolution and it, it gets me like choked up. I like saw a video the other day that literally brought me to tears because like I don't know what the fuck is happening, but shit is happening, and it's will never be the same. I don't know. Like this is fucking crazy. But even like thought revolution, like we can we can just start changing so many things. So just something I want to touch on is fucking stigmas, and a stigma I want to start with is the stigma around mental health. I'm just gonna tell my story that made me think of this whole episode so yesterday i'm with my family who is like really like ollie i see because of you know the situation and if you listen to my podcast you know my family is like my most triggering i have issues with you know it's just like i didn't grow up with a healthy environment and i'm still struggling to be in these relationships with my family members um Anyways, I mentioned in like just conversation, oh, to my mom, I said, oh, my therapist said I shouldn't or my just just mention my therapist. And my mom goes, you don't like tell people you say that, right? You don't like tell people like, oh, my therapist. You don't just like casually mention it. And I was like, well, no, but why? Well, what if I do? And she's like, I just I wouldn't say that. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? What? Why do you think that it's so bad to have a therapist? This is an old, pre-existing, narrow-minded, I'm sorry it is, way of believing, of thinking. To think that mental health, the fact that you have a therapist, which just means that you are taking initiative to take care of your mental health, is 
embarrassing a thing that you shouldn't bring up to people you shouldn't be okay comfortable with sharing that with people you should be ashamed to be taking care of your mental health and now more than ever we should be taking care of our mental health people are literally killing themselves and killing their fucking family members and shit right now because they're scared of this pandemic they're losing their minds because they were already depressed and now they're fucking stuck at home like when are we gonna stop with the stigma around mental health um and i kept the conversation with family going and i'm like you guys realize that this way of thinking my sister joined in is what is perpetuating the problem these people there's people out there that are too afraid to be vulnerable to open up and talk about their mental health issues so they just fucking kill themselves and that's what you think's better suicide and drug use rates only go up 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 and then we just keep acting like mental health is is embarrassing for someone to mention fuck that shit my sister literally goes well i don't know you wouldn't you wouldn't tell someone about going to get herpes medication from your doctor if you had herpes what how the fuck is that anywhere near the same you are comparing seeking help for your mental health to someone with herpes going to get their herpes medication and sharing that a fucking std you're treating you're treating the treatment of an std to the treatment of mental health what in the fucking shit herpes and taking care of your mental health not the fucking same not the fucking same oh my god now you guys understand why i don't get along with them (laughs) why my family fucking triggers the absolute shit out of me like i'm like poster board child of the opposite if we felt more inclined and more comfortable to talk about our mental health it's a ripple effect others will do the same i do this podcast for that reason i decide to be vulnerable as fuck and just tell you guys literally everything because if i do it maybe you guys will feel comfortable to do it too and then everyone can know yo we all suffering yo we're all depressed yo we all want connection beyond this surface level bullshit we all want someone that can actually listen to us hear us make us feel heard and seen we all want that it's human desire it's natural human connection to do those things but we're so disconnected and we're afraid to open up about real shit open up about the real shit the universe rewards vulnerability if you're willing to be vulnerable you will be rewarded so you will get help you will get someone that can relate to you you will get rewarded vulnerability is like the key and if same with if you're an artist of any kind if you're willing to be vulnerable with your art however that could look like like using your pain and turning it into art that people can relate to they will love it people love people love vulnerability because they want to relate to you they want to feel like someone understands their pain and we do we're all in this shit together so fuck a stigma about mental health your existence here as a person is mind body and soul right it's the three those are three very important aspects that we need to be maintaining especially in this quarantine that's something to think about how am i maintaining my body how am i maintaining my mind and how am i maintaining my soul how am i feeding and nourishing those three different aspects because this is important because they all are connected to each other when you exercise it affects your brain there's everything's it's all connected so 
Mental health is part of your mind. How could we live in a society where we seriously, there's people, many of us, especially the older generations, where we seriously are in this thought process still of thinking that mental health is this, oh no, like, don't tell people that, like, they'll think you're crazy. No, you're not fucking crazy if you go to therapy. You're smart. You're aware. You're awake. You realize this is something I need to tend to. I cannot just be alone with this. I need to maintain this. I need to be healthy with this because otherwise I will go insane. Otherwise I will hurt myself. I might hurt other people. People shoot up fucking schools and shit and we wonder why. Like who fucking knows? Maybe these people really needed emotional support and they felt like they couldn't go for it. Who fucking knows? But mental health doesn't have to be a stigma. Along with sex. Sex doesn't have to be bad. Why is sex still a stigma we live at least in the united states is such an over sexed society literally so many sex addicts rampant and and porn addiction and why is sex still even though there's so many people that are addicted to porn and watch porn and are are having so much sex like it's true look at all the babies popping out Um, And yet, sex is still a stigma. It's still bad. It's still taboo. It's nature. Especially for women. Women and sex still don't know where it's 2020 and we still don't have this, like, figured out. Women that are sexual or porn stars, they're always considered, like, this bad thing. They're, they're, if you're an openly sexual woman, like if you shared like sexy pictures or anything, it doesn't even mean you have to be doing porn, but people just categorize you with the porn people or like girls that are straight spreading their legs on videos. Like you're categorized with them if you're a sexual woman. There's no fucking middle ground. You're either, you're either hiding your sexuality or you, you're being too sexual. I think a lot of women don't know how to show up in the middle ground because there hasn't even been a middle ground because we haven't even fucking got rid of the stigma around sex with women. You can be a sexual woman. You can post sexy pictures in lingerie, in whatever the fuck you want. Tasteful, like whatever. You can, even if you want to be naked, do what the fuck you want. But it's about intention and, I mean, us being aware of their intention. When we see a girl or someone posting something, we don't have to think the intention is, oh, she just wants attention. Oh, she's a whore. Oh, she just wants, she'll just fuck anyone. She's just asking for some guy to hit her. She's, and she'll probably just fuck him. That's not true. You don't fucking know these people. Maybe the intention is she feels beautiful. She feels sexy. She wants to feel sexy. She wants to get a little attention. There's nothing wrong with getting attention. There's nothing wrong with posting a picture of yourself. Like a selfie, dude. Selfies aren't, don't have to be bad. There's people overdo it, yes, but like a little bit of getting a little validation from external isn't bad. There's a balance with everything. So if you're looking at a girl's picture and you're deciding these negative things, you don't fucking know her. And it just you could pause and take a moment and just realize maybe you're perceiving this wrong. Maybe the intention of why she did this isn't bad. Maybe it was empowering for her. Maybe it was whatever. And it's your own awareness. It's if something like that bothers you and has like an a, a gross tone to it, like you go really ask yourself, why do I think this? Why? And a lot of it is societal conditioning. It's a stigma. It's bullshit.
And not to mention, I want to like on the topic of females not being able to be presented in like healthy light and with sexuality. Look at the porn we fucking watch. I'm sorry. I don't watch it. I can't. I can't. Cannot do it. Like I've engaged, but it's like I can only do very small doses because it is disgusting. There's, I'm not saying porn is disgusting. I have no problem with porn. I'm a very sexual person. However, this porn, and I feel like it's just getting worse, is so fucked up. It is so poorly done. It's so degrading. It's like, I forget this. I read a statistic that was like 70 to 80% of it is violent towards women. What? The fuck? Some of this shit is so fucking degrading and violent towards women. Watching porn where a girl is getting her head put into a toilet while she's getting, you know... She's, yeah. Really? The fuck are you watching? And do you ever think about what this porn does to your perception of women? To our perception of women? And then we wonder why women are still, (laughs) excuse me, treated like objects. Like sex objects. And like, like we have no value and worth, especially in regards to sex. That we're just like a sex toy we're just like there's a body for you like yeah because the fucking porn that is massively watched is pushing that i found this porn that is i guess it's considered conscious porn and this whole concept is very fascinating to me that that this could exist um broader than just this one company doing it erica lust her name's erica lust she makes um porn like she directs it and it's tasteful as fuck it's it's not like super um pg like softcore like it's sex but it's done the cinematography is amazing the lighting everything is is great um and they really the way it's done is two people that are coming together to have sex and capturing that and it's just it's factoring in the woman as a an, a person a person, a person that is also in this sexual experience and that we care about her sexual experience too. And, and just that sex is a, a, is a really intimate connection between two people, more than just people's like two souls. Like really, like it's very intimate. And this porn was like, is really directed at that. And then even the angles, they get some angles for the girls. And I'm like, yes. And it's still like porn. Like they're like out having sex in nature and shit. But like, it was just done in the tone was just like aware very we're we're aware and we're we're factoring in how every individual in this fucking feels yeah (laughs) it's a different vibe and i hope that it becomes more of a a prevalent thing conscious porn along with that conscious sex ed sex education if we have such a fucked up relationship with sex and then think about what were you taught about sex how was your sex education it was probably shit what do i rem- i don't only remember is them showing us pictures of stds and being like yeah this could fucking happen if you have sex that's pretty much it here's a big blown up genital with warts on it and you will get this if you fuck without condoms that's it that's what we were taught like there was nothing it was not done in a way that um i feel like made us have healthy relationships with our sex lives i think we all had weird experiences i mean most of us had weird experiences i don't want to speak for everybody but 
because it was taught to us um, in a healthy way that factored in so many different aspects of sexuality that matter. This is such an important part of us. It's our human nature. This is something we're all going to fucking do unless you're asexual or something. I don't know. But (laughs) um, and then if you didn't have a good relationship with your parents in that on that kind of stuff there you go that's also a problem like my mom had no knowledge had no idea how to address this stuff I talked about it before like I'll shame for masturbating I was when she found my birth control and I was 16 she called me a whore it's like I'm being smart and you're calling me a whore like fuck I can't win yeah she was just mad um but if dude if like sex ed could be handled differently like everything we could have we could shift as a society in these so many things that are stuck with shitty gross stigmas sex isn't bad the more we make it bad it stays bad that's what i'll say same with weed so i talked about this on recent episodes like i'm here for the normalized cannabis movement i live in southern california it is legal it is the culture it is the culture in lots of places like shout out like colorado it's like we're known for being weed places and i love that i fucking love being from here it's it's i love that aspect i love the beach and reggae and weed and (laughs) all punk and fucking ska and the just there's a whole vibe anyways i'm also very supportive of mothers and cannabis if you're a mom and you smoke weed to deal with stress just like a mother is there's so many memes and online jokes and just you know wine glasses made that just glamorize and make such a joke out of being a wino mother being a drunk mom it's so okay to be a wine mom but if you're a can of mom you get shamed there's still shame it's bad it's not okay why is it different more people die from alcohol. You know that, right? Um, <laughs> like, why is this a thing? You drink wine, we smoke weed. So what? And we might eat some snacks. Like, we might eat some of the kids' snacks. Like, whatever. What? That's the only harm that's gonna happen here. But why is it? Why is it still shamed? It's legal now. It's just like going to the liquor store. You could go to the liquor store and then you could go next door to the cannabis clinic, walk in with your ID and buy whatever you want, just like at the liquor store. It's not different. But if we keep acting like it's bad, it's going to stay bad. Same with like codependency. Codependency has a stigma. Um, I've seen someone post about that and that people think it has a bad connotation, which um i guess but it's prevalent like codependency is like the way of existing for like this day and age of humans like it's just what we learned um but what i'm just getting at with this whole stigma thing is that we are perpetuating the problem when we act like these things are taboo when we hide them we are putting this energy and message out that it's bad The only way we can shift these things and shift the fucking taboo from not being taboo anymore is to is be more open about it. Be willing to be vulnerable. Be like, yeah, I fucking do this. Yeah, I fucking am in therapy. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I like sex. I'm a I'm a girl who likes sex. Post sexy pictures if you want. Um, or or for a guy, same. Who gives a fuck? You know this shit always applies to everybody weed if you smoke weed and you're a can of mom 
don't be afraid to admit that. Be who the fuck you are. If you're codependent, be like, I'm codependent and shit. I'm working on it. Be more open. You probably have friends and family codependent too. Who knows? But if we just be vulnerable and share about our shit authentically, we can make these things not be taboo anymore. We can make these things not be bad. And it's a ripple effect that could change the fucking world. That can change people's insecurities, people's part of people's depression and anxiety is around these kinds of things, is having shame around things. Of course there's things that you could do that yeah, we sh- we um it's not wrong to feel shame over like if you fucking I don't know, man, like if you have done things in the past that were like less than like a good human, like say you cheated on someone before. Yeah, like, it would be normal to feel shame about that. I would say forgive yourself, get through that shame, but, like, that matters. But there are also things that we shame ourselves for we don't have to fucking shame ourselves for. We don't. And we're shaming ourselves based off of pre-existing, dumb societal conditioning that isn't even really fucking true or authentic to what we truly feel about it. Do you really think smoking weed is bad or do you think smoking weed is bad because other people think smoking weed is bad? Do you really think that mental health is taking care of your mental health is bad or do you think taking care of your mental health is bad because you think people will judge you for taking care of your mental health because you think people believe taking care of your mental health means you're crazy and that you're not like everyone else and there's something wrong with you and you're not a good one you're not a good one you're not a good person no fuck all that (laughs) fuck all that shit i'm getting heated (laughs) no i'm not but this stuff really is um on my mind like every day and i'm like this is just this isn't gonna work and i'm like i just want to fucking shout it from the rooftops like yeah i'm in therapy motherfucker (laughs) i did emdr i shorted i sorted through my trauma what do you know about it Woo! (laughs) all right where am i at with this where am i at with this also, something we could ask ourselves that I've been thinking about is like, so if you listen to pockets, so if you're working on codependency issues, what has codependency taught you? Ultimately, I think it taught us that we abandon the self for the expense of other people. And I've seen recent things, recent, recent things recently, where people are talking about how this new age spiritual stuff is too self-focused and basically that it's, it's evil, I think. So what she's trying to say some new born born again christian people i used to i used to jive with and now i'm like i don't know like what you don't now they're saying new age is like evil whatever the fuck being but they're saying that being self-focused is like wrong and like not you're not supposed to um i do not agree with that at all i think duh you could overdo it you don't want to be too selfish However, if you're codependent, you learn to put everyone else's needs and feelings and emotions on you. You made everything about you and there is nothing wrong with in starting a relationship with self to start learning boundaries. That's all it's about is boundaries. It's not about becoming obsessed with yourself and only looking out for yourself like 100,000% of the time so that you'll you'll just hurt anyone you do what you want constantly. But it's about finding the healthy balance where you are not 
putting yourself in situations that compromise your well-being for the sake of other people's happiness. You're not putting other people's happiness before yours. You're still not going to like put... It's not about like sometimes being self-sacrificing. There's a healthy level of self-sacrifice. That's love. But when it's constant, when you're just... This state of existence is just being a self-sacrificer, which is... I was raised by one. My mom is self-sacrificing 101. She thinks that's love. And my son's already starting to like kind of exhibit it. It makes me panic, but we'll work through it. But being a self-sacrificer all the time is not love because that is not authentic. It is not coming from an authentic place within yourself because you can't even make those sacrifices for you ever it's just about other people to earn something from them in a way it's not it's a self-love deficit but there's a healthy balance with self with sacrifice that we can get to we learn to establish boundaries like okay i look out for me and i look out for other people so this is a balance with everything yo everything um i guess that's all i'm gonna talk about today Feel like I went on a heavy tangent about all this stigma shit. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a good week. I hope you're getting through this. You're breathing. Breathe. Take a breath. Just for a second. Just take a second. Just go. Breathe in and out. Sometimes, like I just need to do that, like a few times. Just breathe. When things are feeling fucking crazy, breathe. Come back to the moment and realize you are okay right now. You are okay. Be grateful for what you have, whatever that looks like. If you have a fucking roof over your head, you have something to be grateful for. So don't say you have nothing. It really helps me to be like, you know what? I'm so grateful I have this home. I have this front yard right now. Like focusing on the things you have is is helpful. Okay. I love you guys. Talk to you soon.